Is that the thing that we... Hey everyone, welcome to Jojo's World. Why, good morning and salutations. Welcome, good sir. Please come in and we shall announce you once you have uh, come out. The, okay. Yep. Is that the thing that they do? Um, is that what debutants? No, they debut. Once you have debuted. Yeah, I was going to say, once you come out? What? <laughs> I'm Liam S. Smith, one of your co-hosts. And I'm Nick Valentine, the other one of the co-hosts. This is JoJo's World, our JoJo's Bizarre Adventure recap and discussion podcast, where we are careening wildly and very controlledly towards <laughs> the end of Revolutionary Girl, Lutena, the anime about a princess who wants to be a prince and kill another prince who isn't a prince but is to save a witch who is also a bride and a princess but she's not and they're all at a fun anime school called ottery academy positively dark souls-esque proportions it's so neat it's got i just think it's neat (laughs) it's got huge vibes that you would get from Horror. Just pure, unadulterated horror. Nick. What? JoJo's Bizarre Adventure News. (gasps) What? There is JoJo's news. Okay. What kind of JoJo's news are we talking about here? This past week. Yeah. Part 8 of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, JoJoLeon, released its final chapter. Ending forever. Forever? And, uh... Now, this was a piece of information that people... I've seen people arguing about whether or not it is verifiable and true. Mm-hmm. But uh, until I hear otherwise, I'll assume it is. What, true? Yeah. That Jojo Part 9 is already confirmed and will start after a short break with the title Jojo Lands. Jojo Lands? Yeah. Plural? Jojo Lands. In addition to, from the author of the... Uh, Post part five spin off slash sequel Purple Haze feedback. Uh, is that the fanfic or is that the. It's one an official where... novel from a non Hirohiko Araki writer. And that's the one where he becomes a detective. No. No. That's the one where Fugo uh-huh. is up in the mix and gets some shit done. Uh, sure. And redeems himself after betraying them all. After just sort of leaving. Yeah. Right, okay. Go on. The person who wrote that mm-hmm. will be writing, allegedly, a Josuke and Whole Horse themed or focused spin-off. I'm sorry? What? How the fuck does that work? <laughs> you know work? our two best friends, Josuke Higashikata uh-huh. and Whole Horse. Who obviously needs to come back. Last seen shooting himself in the face six times. <laughs> <laughs> Through a bunch of pipes, might I yep, add. Yep, yep, yep. They're going to get some, get into some shenanigans. Okay, alright, sure. What? Why? Why those two? <laughs> who, who can fathom? Okay, so okay, so you had me in the first half, okay? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, okay, part eight has ended. And I was like, sure, I can believe that. And now part nine's coming. I can believe that it will end. Yeah, I, I believe that, you know, it's done. Then part nine, sure. Jojo lands, oh, okay, that's fine. <laughs> um, Novel involving Josuke and Whole Horse. The Emperor... And Crazy Diamond. The Emperor and the Fish. That's the classic combo. And in addition to that bit of news, and of Mm. course the other contextual bit of news of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Part 6 Stone Ocean premiering worldwide on Netflix.com in December 2021. Hit me with it. Is additional episodes of the live action Thus Spoke Kishibe Rohan adaptation. Yes. Which we have yet to watch for the podcast. But we will. Someday. Perhaps. At some point. No one knows when, but... Um, 
possible. It's purely possible. There's a probabilistic chance that at some point on this podcast, where we recap and discuss JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, we'll get into Thus Spoke Shibe Rohan. Or indeed even the live-action JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 4 Diamond is Unbreakable adaptation. But we don't know when or how any of this will occur. No. In fact, we don't even know if it's real. We don't know if anything is real anymore. Are we just stuck in a stellodrome? Just to no, not what that room is called. Are we stuck in an observatory? <laughs> planetarium. In a planetarium. Nick, uh, what yeah. a smooth segue to the contents of this week's episode. Revolutionary Girl Utena, episode 38, entitled The End of the World, aka The Ends of the World. Oh my god, what an ep. Uh, real climax hours. Mm-hmm. Very strong. Oh, so you thought you understood everything? No, this is anime. Just, yeah, what are you doing? Real strong, um, you're going to be who you say I am. No, I'm not. <gasps> you wouldn't dare. <laughs> Very strong, um, the end of Hamlet vibes where everyone's like, I'm gonna get you. Are you? Uh, yes. The thing is, at the end of Hamlet, everyone kind of does get each other. In one way or another, yeah. Utena has decided to follow the letter's instructions and proceeds to the dueling arena to meet her prince. Wait, that's That's it? the synopsis. That, that there's so much more! <laughs> that that is basically the opening shot of the episode. <laughs> Which is, of course, the absolute Destiny Apocalypse stock footage sequence. Quite literally, we open and it just goes into Zetai. We will open, Nick, but first I need oh. you to shut up oh, okay. so that I can share uh, Ikuhara's episode commentary from the DVD box set of from Revolutionary Girl, Utena. For a moment I wasn't going to, but now that you've told me that you're going to be reading the commentary, by all means. Episode 38, End of the World. There's one thing I remained strongly conscious of since when we were producing the opening sequence, and that was the final duel. When the prince awakened, the dueling arena tower would crumble. Mm. Right before the series began its broadcast run, we were producing a promotional TV spot, and so I was thinking up the narration for it. I'm going to be a prince! I had a premonition. I knew that line must have meaning. <laughs> it does have meaning. What, what what does he mean? What? It's a significant line of dialogue for the themes of, and events of the show. I know, but just the idea of like, he was like, I'm going to be a prince. <gasps> oh now I God. understand everything about how to make a show about girls revolutionising various things. There's something here. The aliens were <laughs> they right. They were right. The whole time. I want to believe. Oh, all this time I, I failed to understand, but now I see. Nick, we open with... The Absolute Destiny Apocalypse. For first time listeners, go back and listen to every other episode of Revolutionary Girl Lutana and every other episode of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure as covered by JoJo's World. This is not the time to penetrate our <laughs> podcast, let's put it that way. But if you fail to heed our warnings, this is a musical stock footage sequence in which Utana walks through a forest, passes several gates, and then her and her best friend, Anthea Himamaya, Ride a magical lift up to the dueling arena. They transform in magical fashion. Uh, Anthe is nude for one point, and then, Ant then it, you know, everyone else is nude for one point, but then we're all clothed, it's fine. Anthe disappears, leaving a pile of clothes on the floor. Which turn into a beautiful tree. Yeah, and it varies at the end this time, as rather than exploding into a huge pile of rose blossoms, 
they instead are against a back backdrop of that huge rose bush and they take each other's hands. Mm. A symbol of the unity they share. Unity that will be tested to its very extremes this episode. And failed. Uh, and of course, the whole time, those, those dang choristers that we love mm-hmm. are singing about like the darkness of Sodom and the darkness of light dun, and dun, the absolute dun, destiny dun, apocalypse. Dun, 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 dun. Is that how it goes? Dun, 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 dun. How do you not remember? <laughs> you got to remember the. That's it. That's the most important part of any song. Okay. You know the when drum I'm, break. Yeah, you know you've got a. Uh, there's three kinds of drum break actually. So you got the which you'll hear in jazz and stuff when it's like a really fast. A lot break. of jazz in this episode. Mm. More on that later. Yeah. So you got your right, which is just like. Right before you go into something big, you're like, you know? Okay. And then, and then they start doing like the, the ride symbol thing. We like, that, that whole Nick thing. Nick is uh, miming, hitting a hi-hat, I think. It's a ride symbol. Okay. It's a ride symbol. Um, and then you got your other third one, which is just, you're slamming down on the toms, being all like, da blinkum blinkum. And that's in like a slow song where you just got to be all like, and this is where we feel things out, man. I like dun, Phil, dun, Phil dun, Collins dun. shit. Exactly. Because you know how Phil Collins is like, and that's it. That's that's how you know. Now I know about drums, and so do you. Everything's a drum, Liam. You're welcome. Copyright infringement. Um, there is a absolute destiny apocalypse <laughs> occurring in this show. Sound the alarm. Ryu, Ryu. We should take a sec to ponder the meaning of those words. What, sound the alarm? No, or? absolute destiny apocalypse. Okay, here we go. We've never done this before. We've apocalypse never... equals end of the world. Absolute destiny equals like final end. So it's like the... The end of the end of the world? It's the... it's Yeah, maybe. Ooh. Also like the ultimate destination of yourself, your plot line and your story. Ultimate destiny. But the apocalypse is like nothing lives after the apocalypse, right? It's like the end of everything. Mm, it depends. It depends. Uh, what if there's a post-apocalypse? Whoa. Ooh. You should write that. Ooh, what, a post-apocalypse? Yeah, no one's ever done that before. What if it involved, right, in, in my theoretical post-apocalypse? Rad Roaches. I was going to say... Who are sort of a fun characters that I've devised <laughs> who are really radical mutant cockroaches. And they're like 20 feet tall, yep. buff as hell. And they know Krav Maga. And they live on Mars. <laughs> See, I'm referencing Terraformers right now. Oh, an incredibly racist anime. Yeah. Wait, is it? I, th- I mean, just look at the design of the the antagonist bugs. I'm pretty sure when they were drawing them, like, yeah, cockroaches. And then afterwards, everyone just went, guys, I don't think you realize what you're drawing here. I think they did. Did they? Yeah. Oh, no. So, fun fact. Um, yeah. Fascist anime Goblin Slayer um, yep. spawned from a uh, Chan board role play or comic or something yep. where characters were depicted using um like that like at symbols etc art hashes and yeah, yeah, yeah and the image that they used for the the goblins mm-hmm. were those um those terraformars bugs yikes <laughs> oh dear that's not good no that's not good at all how are they goblins i mean it was an abstraction for the form you know not a fan not a fan of that you know what I am a fan of? The absolute destiny apocalypse. There's something about those three words that really, like, jingles yeah. my wingles. You now, know? when I think about those three words... Yeah, jingles my wingles. No. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I think about those three words, like, 
I mostly think of it as a thing that sounds cool but doesn't really mean anything. You mean like all the songs we've been hearing? <laughs> you mean this like whole time? all anime ever? Oh wow! That's right. I went there. So Cowboy Bebop. What does that mean? Cowboy Bebop is a show about a guy who is depressed and <laughs> so Bebop. Here we go. Yep. And knows karate. Cowboy. Okay. Hmm. And his friends. And they're they're various. Sources of depression. Mm, I guess that's the space between Cowboy and Bebop. Cowboy Space Bebop, that's what they call it. But what is Starring a... John Cho coming to Netflix. But what is an absolute what destiny is apocalypse? Cowboy Bebop? Is it what we are? Are we an absolute destiny apocalypse? So when they get to the top of the lift. Yep. Uh, and hold hands in front of the, the cherub tree. The rose tree? Rose, the rose bush. Tree. Yeah, the rose bush. Rose is famously growing on trees. <laughs> Dad, can I get a rose from the rose tree? They walk through a big empty void, uh, in the and it's the dueling arena, but not the dueling arena. Like you know when you're dreaming and you're mm. like, oh, I was at my school, but it wasn't my school. I I was in the classroom and I looked outside and it was the void yeah, of and, space. And you were there, but you weren't you. Yeah, it's you like, were John Travolta. I know that it was you, Liam, but you took on the form of Nicolas Cage and Face Off. Yeah, okay, so John, John Travolta. Travolta. <laughs> well done. So, so, and then they walk down, there's a big red carpet, and then a big, the big, what I have come to think is a mural. Let me have a look at this thing, right? Because it's the big orb. It's the big orb with the prints on it. Dios. So, I don't think it's a mu- I think it's a manifestation of something. Okay. Well, later Archeo describes it as the grave of Dios. <gasps> the grave of Dios. So, Utena's there, and she's like, the prince. And then uh, Archeo um, steps out of his shadow and is like, that's, that's right, I'm the prince. And Utena's like, Hey, wait. wait a minute, you're end of the world. I knew it. And Akio's like, yes, I am end of the oh, world. No. So she says, you're end of the world. And he says, yeah, you figured that out a long time ago. Didn't you? But I am still... He, so he's so being so blatantly manipulative in this whole episode. Because right now he's like, but I am still your prince. And then later on he's like, but I was never your prince. And then later on he's like, there was never such a thing as a prince. <laughs> <laughs> it's all illusions, He's man. He's really fucking saying whatever he whatever he thinks will get him his way. Hey, man, it's about meaning, you know, and illusion, and blue cards. You've come here for your purpose, of, for the purpose of being with me, mm. and then flashback to like him doing the the old lieutenant eye kiss. Oh, you haven't <laughs> lost that noble heart of yours. Lieutenant says the one thing we've all been wondering for thirty eight episodes now. <laughs> I want to know what you're after. And he's like, what I'm after? What? Excuse me? You can't just ask the question. You're, what's your reason for making everyone duel each other? The reason for what you're doing at this school? And TLDR, his answer is... <laughs> his answer is, come live happily ever after with me. So I can only guess that some... Okay, so I'm going to jump the gun here, right? <gasps> the gun has been jumped. <gasps> That was me holding a gun. The jumping. Nick Brown dog jumped over the lazy gun. Oh, that's the sound of the Nick jump. Okay. Anyway, point being, I'm thinking something eternal, right? Because if we think about this whole cosmology and and uh, a pantheon of prince shit, right? Okay. If we think about this, I think what he's getting at is that he's the prince in the fairy tale. Yeah. And he's looking for something eternal. Which, if we think about a fairy tale, is the happily ever after. I think he just wants the sword that he, that he pulled out of Utena. But, like, I think he wants the quote-unquote happily ever after that can never well, be attained. I think that's what he's offering to them. Yes. I don't think he has a sh- gives a shit. Oh. 
He just wants a sword. I think he just wants power, and maybe that sword represents power. Maybe? I don't know. Anyway, that's what I think he's been getting at with something eternal. So he's like, look up at the Sky Castle. The castle where a prince and princess can live forever, happily ever after. Come with me. I'm the prince and you're... So he says, I'm the prince and you are the princess. Then Anthe's like eyes roll back in her head and she disappears, leaving the rose bride dress on the ground. And Lieutenant's like, where the fuck did she go? And then she's over there on the stairs in her like youth dress with her big hair, clearly in, in pain. Just agony. Absolute writhing on the stairwell. And he's he's then he's, he takes her hand and then starts putting his hand all over her face, being U- like... Lieutenant's hand. Yeah, yeah, you kept your noble spirit and the ring led you back to me. Ha ha ha. I'm the prince. You have done well not to lose that noble heart. And then he puts his hand on her chest and pulls a sword out of her. For some reason. <laughs> and then when he's done that, her school uniform converts into like a real um, Queen Serenity style princess dress. And uh, she is like, I'm so feminine now. And the prince is looking mighty princely. And he holds up his sword, brandishing it to the Sky Castle and says, I've done it. So is this this the sword of Dios or is this the sword that Anthe was pulling out of Utena for their duels after the sword of Dios vanished? I don't know. It doesn't look like the sword of Dios. Which was like, what was it, like Rose of a Noble Heart or something? Which would make sense given how he's talking about noble hearts right now. Uh, Well, what does the sword of Dios look like? Sword of is it a sword or is it a state of mind? Mm. Turns out a lot of things have swords Not of Dios. Helpful. Well, it's got a blue on it. It's got the rose crest. Sword of Dios. Utena. Uh, Noble Rose Heart. Wait, what, what's Utena's called? I can't remember. But they look very similar at, at any rate. Mm. All swords look similar, you know? I can just hear like... Anyone who's ever used a sword crying. Just being like... You're, you, you can't conflate a Zweihander with a foil? Come on now. Do you even know what a rapier is? And I'll be like, is that the one where it's like you hold it with two hands? and like, No! No, what are you doing? And what about Falchion? <laughs> Tell me, have you ever heard of a long sword? Oh, is that the short one? What is wrong with you? So he's like, yep, your noble heart got you here, proving you worthy to be my princess. Ah, long pause. A a sword is no good for you now, so I'll just hang on to this. And then Utena's like, oh. And I shall protect you and you shall be a a useless lady and hang out with me. You'll live on your throne and we'll live happily ever after in the Sky Castle, which is up there. And and real. And we're both together now. And she's like, but what about Anthe? And he's like, ugh. Anthe Himamea. She's, She's going to stay the Rose Bride forever. forever. Like, no, no, we're not doing anything. And for the first fine. of several times, Utena has, like, flashback to, like, all the swords sticking into baby Anthe. And she's like, <gasps> wait a minute. And then flashback to last episode when Anthe tried to kill herself. Mm, by jumping off the top of yeah, And Utena something. caught her the top of the school. Ah. And she was like, what are you doing? We have a date in ten years. To drink tea and laugh together. You fucking Chad. Nick, do you want to meet up in ten years and drink and laugh together? If this podcast is anything to go off of, we already will be. Oh. <laughs> so old. Oh, God, I hate being Join old. us for... Let me just do the math. That would be... 2031. No, that's not what I was doing the math on. Okay. years, <laughs> 10 years from now. Episode 600-ish. <laughs> Hang on, what if we skip a week? Oh, yeah, that'll throw yeah. us right out. Yeah, all right. Join <laughs> us for episode fuck you. <laughs> And then we get an extended version of that scene this time because we see Utena the prince rescue Anthe the witch. Uh-huh. Uh, 
pull her up onto the roof and they're sitting together uh, and Anthony's like, oh, I thought it was okay because I'm the Rose Bride and I feel pain forever, but I didn't want you to feel pain and I made you feel pain by drawing you all into this whole weird, fucked up situation. This is really weird because she says that she's like a heartless doll Yeah, or I mean, that's like, I guess, hearkening back to how people keep talking about, like, the Rose Bride has no will of her mm. own. She conforms to the wishes of... The person she's engaged to. Yeah, because she's just like, oh, I'm yours forever now. I'll just follow your orders. Yeah, yeah. But of course, Utena's subconscious orders are for Anthony to be a real person. Ah. Ah. Battlefield control. I mean, that was kind of the... Okay. That was kind of the arc of the first arc, right? Yes? Yeah. Sweet. So all this time we've been like, sweet, simple Anthony. Mm. And now Anthony is like, Sweet, simple Utena, I used you and I felt terrible about it. And Utena's response is, no, No, you used used me. (laughs) (laughs) We used each other. (laughs) It's literally just like, Utena, I'm sorry I used you. And Utena just goes, no, you used me. That's cool. Wait. No, Utena's like, I never realised the pain you were in. Uh, Never noticed you were suffering. Uh, Kept acting like I was the prince who was going to save you, but that was just for my own ego. He does a real Walter White moment. Then when I... How so? Speak on that. So for probably like four or five seasons... For family. Yeah, basically he's like, I did it for my son. I'm doing it for the family. I'm doing it for my cancer treatment. Right, right, right. I'm doing it for us. And then in the sixth season, when everyone's like, oh my God, it's Heisenberg. And he comes back. I did it for me. I liked the way it felt. Yeah, exactly. I liked being the one who knocks. Exactly. He was like, I enjoyed it. I had a good time. They say, if you find what you love, (laughs) you'll never work a day in your life. And for me, that was murdering people and And doing math. math. Yep. So fuck you, Skylar. (laughs) And then Walter Sk- out. <laughs> and then Skyler's I'm gonna go like, shoot up some neo Nazis. Yep. And then Skylar's like, "You did also just kidnap our daughter for some reason." It's like, "That's fair." Yes, I'll I just, did. I'll I did that for family. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that in in that instance, he kind of did. No, the well, I mean, because he kidnapped. Okay, this is all heavy Breaking Bad spoilers, obviously. Yeah, yeah, but he kidnapped. What, what's her name? Uh, the the daughter, yeah. baby. Yeah. What's her name? I have no idea. Okay, it's been he so long. Kidnapped her to try and help give Skylar. Uh, Ammunition for her argument that Walter was doing it all alone and was being crazy and violent. Uh, I'm pretty that's sure. why he left her somewhere where they could get her back easily. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure he was just like, oh, I'm going to take the child because she's mine. I deserve to see her. I think that I think in that, that one particular instance, that was a cover story. Mm, it's been a while since I've watched the show. sympathetic. It sounds awfully sympathetic towards Walter White. <laughs> Walter White is a hero, and if he, that bitch Skylar would just stop getting in his way, discourse from like 2008. <laughs> Bro, I know what's really good in life, and it's not cancer, all right? Walter White's doing the right thing fighting cancer. <laughs> all right, we can all agree the bad guy was never the neo Nazis, all right? They had a good thing going. It was cancer that was bad. And you're like, who? Hang on. Are you a neo-Nazi? No, cancer's evil. Cancer is the real Nazi. <laughs> um, so Utena is like, uh, felt really betrayed when I saw you and Akio fucking, but uh, you were suffering so much. So I cheated you and used you. And this whole time we're seeing them shot from behind the bars in, mm. on the, the roof slash aqueduct fence. As if they're As trapped. If, exactly. Oh. Symbolism. Oh, what are they oh. trapped by? Akio and society. Oh. Heteronormative values. Yeah. yeah. So Anthony's like, you should leave and forget everything that happened at this school. And Utena's like, no. I'm not just doing it for me anymore. Yeah. I've got exams coming up. 
I'm doing it for the, the curriculum I'm not council. repeat year 12. You think that I know the answers to math? Get the fuck out of here, yeah. Anthony. I've been copying Wakaba this whole time. Why do you think I've been getting so cozy with the chairman? I'm <laughs> stupid. <laughs> I need to pass 1101 <laughs> desperately. Ah, uh, so 16. 16 back in the present. Uh, as like he's been he's been smugly rambling about like how he'll protect her and he's the prince and she's the princess now. And then she just like shoots her hand down, snatches the sword from his hand, and is like, hey, no, I'm gonna be the prince. I'm gonna fight you. And Akio looking absolutely nonchalant is just yeah. like, oh, are you just girls okay. shouldn't brandish swords like that. It's very unbecoming of you. And he says, Truly you are valiant. I never thought you'd get this far. And she's like, huh? Um, so he's like, well, look, you, uh, you basically veiled... I got, I got quite here. This, oh, okay. this, uh, this feels like a significant line because okay. it's also contradicting what he said scenes ago. Yep. Uh, and I think he, this is just him like... You've done it. All right, come him, on. He's just like being super manip, you know? Yeah, yeah. Just, it's like the whole ep is this whole, being... this whole ep, this whole... Like, he contradicts himself so many times because mm. it, it's like in Phoenix Wright. Like, she's, she's like smashing through his initial arguments. He's mm. like, oh, maybe I'll try this. Literally, I think, at the start, he's like, oh, I'm so glad you're here. And by the end of it, he's like, you dumb bitch. Yeah. Still, as I said years ago, with the passage of time, you've lost the pure soul that wished only to be a prince. Because now she's brandishing a sword. No, because now she's wearing a dress and being feminine. Oh. Swords don't really go with dresses. Again, this is him trying to put her in that femininity box. Hmm. You want to be a princess? Looking at you reminds me of what I used to be. However, for that reason, you cannot save Anthe. And now... You die. Both the prince and the castle where eternity dwells are just illusions. Look, check this shit out. And he's like, Whoo. and then they're not in whatever this huge void space room dueling arena is. They're just in the observatory. And Lieutenant's like, wait, wait, what? What? What is this? Why are we in the? Why observatory? are we in your space fuck palace? Why is Anthe wearing her dress like she was before and not in her young clothing? Yeah, like before. Why is she wearing her? Other layer of illusionary dress. What the fuck is going on here, big boy Akio? I love this line. It's just, isn't this your room? <laughs> <laughs> yes, in my planetarium. And with my huge space projector, I can project fairy tale illusions for the naive people who wish that eternity and miraculous power really exist. However, and this is like, um, this is like child, childlike naivety perceptions of fantastic power versus uh, cold hard reality versions of power. He's like, the people want to believe in the prince and and the place where eternity dwells, but in fact my sky fuck palace uh, mm. and the office of the chairman are the true seats of power in the school. Mm. There is no room higher than there. Literally and hierarchically. Mm, exactly. Yeah. I hate this room, he says. <laughs> no, that's Utena. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Lieutenant's like, I hate this I room. I hate this room. I saw you and Anthe here and yeah. it was really weird. Can I is probably dead or something, but we last saw her in here. Yeah, it's not great. Not great. <laughs> so thinking back to the last time we saw Kanai, actually, mm-hmm. um, remember we were speculating about the symbol of the apple with all those forks stuck in it from different angles? Yeah. That's, that's, fucking, that's fucking a symbol of Anthe, my friend. What? What do you mean? <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> It's the rose apple. Yeah, and the forks is swords. Oh my god. What? What the <laughs> fuck? So if we rewatch this, anytime we see anything with a bunch of stuff stuck into it, yeah. we'll be all like, oh, it's like, like say, roses. Oh, with thorns. Yeah. Jesus. And of course, as we know, swords is the thorns of humanity. 
Oh god. That? Oh, I remember that. A lot of hidden wisdom in this episode. This this show, right? This show is really reminding me of Fargate in some ways. Where like Stargate? No, Fargate. Farscape. Far let me do a quick Google. Fargo. <laughs> Fargo. <laughs> Canadian sci-fi. Uh that's not Canadian. What? Fargo? Yeah, yeah. It's like Missourian or something. What? Uh Farscape. You're right. You're absolutely right. The Hooray! Australian, uh, I assume also Canadian, but mainly Australian... Minnesota, that's what I meant. Ah. Uh, the Australian sci-fi show where one of my favourite like trivia pieces ever is that the main character, the actor who was playing the main character... John Farscape. <laughs> he just one day decided, okay, I'm just going to start fucking pretending that I'm hearing voices in my head <laughs> because that seems fun. And the writers were like... Hang on, can you do that? What What are you doing? Is like, just some improv. And they were like, oh. And then the entire show just completely changed because of it. And I was like, what? This reminds me of that because season one is like, okay, we got some, we got a lovely- We got the student council. Yeah, we got we a- Togekiru. We got the Rose Brown. We got some kids. They're doing some yeah. stuff. We got the end of the world. Well, you know, we got this. We'll figure it out. And then by season three, they're like- Nothing is real. I think we might have figured it out that whatever we're doing, it's going to be weird. <laughs> it's like in Farscape where he did that and then the writers were like, hey, because you did that, that means we can do this plot point, which is rad. Well, I think... They're just figuring it out as they go. The revolution... Sorry, the revelations this episode, uh, hashtag revelatory girl lieutenant, um, uh, yep. uh, really put into perspective all of our discussions and arguments about like the contradictory things the different student council members were seeking from... Mm. from their arcs and like the ambiguous nature of what lay within the Sky Castle. And the answer is it's nothing because it was just Akio being like, hey, whatever you want is up there. It's just what you Power want miracles? To be. Yeah, sure. What the fuck? Yeah, you can have that. Yeah, it's like power miracles can't exist. And then for a brief moment, you're like, <gasps> but what if they did? What? Well, like a sword fell and cut the rose. And it's like, oh, what yeah, about but, but what I'm saying in terms of like, you know, how like Sionji was after something eternal and. Oh, they're all after something eternal. No, they're not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey was after something that shines. Oh. Togo was after the power to bring the world revolution. Right. Uh, these are all ambiguous things that we never really got any detail on. And that's truly out- because they are nothing. They're artifice for Akio to compel people to do duels. Hmm. They are, if nothing else, in the order bit to of your get heart. a sword. They're the parts of our hearts that we can never truly unlock. No, then I mean, I guess they are because there's this one fucking guy who's like, I'm really into swords. Yeah, come in my car. Hey, hey, how are you going? Do you, what's your favorite sword? Because my favorite sword is the long sword. No, we're not doing that again. It's relatively long. My favorite to the sword? Short sword, sword of Dios. Oh. Um, I see you're a man of culture. So, in conclusion, I think I was right in that when I. Go on then. When I speculated that what was in the castle was a sort of ambiguous, fits all purpose, uh, happily ever after notion. Now, how many times did we guess that? A couple. Out of 36? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's that's not bad. Two out of 36 ain't bad, you know. That's, that's good numbers. And the important thing is that I was right. <laughs> and I... Have no clue what the fuck is going on. Someone as young as yourself may not see the value of this room. And that's why, rather than aspiring to reach the chairman's residence, you chose an illusory castle in the sky instead. Mm. And she's like, no, I didn't. It's a real near automata for the glory of humanity, right? Spoilers alert for near automata. Turns out there are none. 
humans. But, there are none humans. No, there are none humans. They just need yeah. something to fight for. Yeah. And so naturally, the illusion of the humans still and being the, there. What is the moon but the highest sky castle? <laughs> exactly. It's this big, round, hollow chamber like a castle. So Utena's like, this is the room where you and him and Anthe always always got busy. And he's like, oh, you're mad about that? Oh, I, I thought you were better than that. I mean, you know, you seem fine with Nanami and Toga, so... I mean... And Mickey and Kazue to a lesser extent. Now, I'm still confused on that line as well, because... Which line? Just them being like, but this is like where you... And he's like, oh, that? Yeah. As if he's so nonchalantly like... Don't oh, tell that. me you're angry about that. Is what I've done really so wrong? Assuming it is, you're just as bad as I am. Because look at all these clips of the times we flirted and kissed. I had a fiancé, did I not? And he's just like doing his, uh, his like PowerPoint presentation. You'll see here, uh, you can see our lips clearly and connecting. The, um, yeah, to, to make it clear to the listener, the projector in the planetarium is showing clips of uh, like the time that he took her shoe off and kissed her in the car. And... Like Cinderella, yeah. but like the opposite because he takes the shoe off and then has sex with her immediately. You didn't reject me even though I have a fiancé. That's Utena... a sin. Utena looks away being like, ah, he's out of line but he's right. Isn't it unfair to pretend that you are no, only you are noble in the right? And she's like, hey, that's not true. I care about Anthony. And he's all like, you just did it for yourself. You your never, ego. you never even tried to understand Anthony. In the end, you were too busy thinking about yourself. You wanted to be a prince. And then, then they're in the past, in, at the church where she cried and hid herself in a coffin. Like, once upon a time, you were a little girl. And you still are a little girl, ultimately. Because you couldn't handle reality in that moment. And I saved you, and I'll keep saving you, because you're just a little girl. You can't handle reality. Okay, uh, quote, To you at that time I was a prince, however, I'm still the same person I was then. Anthe, then as now, was the Rose Bride, as well as a witch. <gasps> it's the same for you. And then she's in the, um, she's in the Nemoro therapy room. Utena. Yeah, hmm. and there's, a, there's a, the princess dress next to her and she is wearing her own clothes. Oh yeah, crucially, when they returned to the planetarium, the princess dress disappeared and mm. she was back in her dueling outfit. Mm. As if she has to confront what's really happening. But is it happening? Wait, what are you saying? I'm saying she's in the princess dress and it's like, yes, now we can be... Oh, it's like the fantasy coming yeah. to fruition. Yeah, and then as soon as she took the sword, it's like, oh, so you don't want to be but part it's of the like, fantasy. But it's also like the fantasy he is putting on her, you Oh, know? yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that's kind of what this whole sequence is about, right? The one that he's implanted into her mind of like, you can be a lovely Subtle princess. Subtle emotional manipulation and also possibly magical illusions from his observatory. And maybe roofies. It's hard to say at this yeah. point. So she's in the nemorotherapy room and the princess dress is on a mannequin in there. As you were then, you remain a girl. There's no reason to carry a sword and fight now. Hey, why don't you uh, give me that sword? Yeah, now, literal quote. Now then, won't you please let me have that sword? So I'm guessing that must be the sword of Dios. What, what are you going to do with that sword? She says. And he says. Revolutionise the world. Yeah. What, what else am I going to do? What, she, are you again, thinking I was going to say I was just going to put it on the mantle? What, you think I'd save Anthe? No. She again flashes to young Anthe getting stabbed. Aren't you her brother? Why won't you save her? Ugh, foolish creature. There, and the, uh, yet another contradiction. There never was a prince in this world to begin with. And then he starts crying. As if... Why is he, he crying? Does he regret that he cannot save her? I think it might just be like there never was a prince. And his... Uh, unresolved trauma. Ah, oh, he's like, I never was as good as they made me out to be. Or like, if only there were princes in this world. But then he immediately pivots to, this is the grave of Dio, the Dios, the prince. 
Well, maybe the grave of Dios is a fantasy as well, right? Maybe. Maybe well, Dios is just some entity that was like, oh, okay. When she became known as a witch, Dios the prince vanished from this world. Mm. The prince I was no longer exists. And then all the swords are there, uh, kind of obscured behind the couch, okay. coming up from where Anthea is laying on it. Yeah. And then, so, so okay, this <laughs> exchange of dialogue. The prince I was no longer exists. Beat. Pause. Kashwingo the tenor says, it looks like I have no choice but to fight you <laughs> for Anthe's sake. Okay, yeah, a lot, lot of exposition here, but it's good stuff. It's good shit. I once thought of her as a goddess who sacrificed herself for me for the one that she loved. I thought that once upon a time. And we're getting flashes of those different dual stained glass windows, like the dual for love and the dual for friendship or whatever they were, way back from the first clip show episode. Mm-hmm. I thought that perhaps once upon a time, perhaps that really is why she did it. Perhaps... But now she is a witch. And now she enjoys being a witch. You made her a witch. Which witch are we talking about? We both love each other. She can no longer be happy any other way. So weird and thing for Akio to say, but yeah. He reaches down and pulls out like a, it's like a black, black version of the Sword of Dios from her. Ah, oh, it's one of the swords uh, that was put her in her. black witchy heart. Mmm, Weird. Meanwhile, student council meeting, uh, possibly for the last time, mm-hmm. possibly last Absolute Destiny Apocalypse, possibly last student council meeting. With um, a, a huge quote that now has been flipped on its head. We are so excited to hear that if it cannot break its egg shell, a chick will die without being born. We are the chick, the world is our egg. If we don't crack the world's shell, we will die without being born. And they're all putting their own key-coloured roses into... Um, what I'm pretty sure is the same um, watering, watering can, can that, that Anthe Himamea uses, uses yes. to tend to the rose garden. Yes. Mm. So th- I think this, th- this might also be the first time we've had all of our duelists at the same student council meeting. For the first time ever. It's because, the super group. Because obviously Toga Nanami did. didn't join that squad until after Togo went away and Sayonji mm. was away for a long, long time. Exactly. So... This is it. This is the, the full the whole compliment. gang's here. Nicky's got his stopwatch out, like just like old times. And he's like, it's begun. But he doesn't click it. Yeah, he's just he watching just, it count yeah. up. Uh, and they're all mm. thinking about Utena. And, look, and Toga's looking at his like pale blue rose, being like, I wonder who will win. Nobody knows. For the dual-named revolution has now begun. And then we get a cool silhouette shot of all of them. And the stained glass window for revolution, which is purple, the colour of Archeo's roses. Oh. And then... They're dueling. This is a really cool duel sequence. And I said to you while I was watching it, it's like in Metal Gear Solid 4, uh, Guns of the Patriots. Or is it Sons of the Patriots? It's Sons. Okay. But at one point, <laughs> Ocelot says, Guns of the Patriots. And then there's finger guns and kills a bunch of people. Uh, that's why I was confused. <laughs> It, it's like at the end of that when you're fighting Revolver Ocelot on top of a Metal Gear and he goes through different phases that represent his fighting styles from each of the three previous Metal Gear games because they're dueling in like an empty void which is the dueling arena with the um, observatory projector in it mm-hmm. and then throughout it, like first we see the um, the desks from the Black Rose arc and the cars from the most recent arc mm-hmm. Just like popping up, getting involved in the fight, Cory. Just to completely undermine every fight sequence we've had to be like, oh no, none of it was really happening. They were just illusions. I think it was really happening. Well, I mean, she does grab onto the desk. We, but, did, we did wonder why the desks were there. And now we know it's illusions. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's magic, you know? Illusions. It's an illusion, Akio. <laughs> 
So he's like, I'm not a duelist. I don't play your dumb little dueling games. And she's like, I never played at dueling. But he's like, no, no, I'm actually going to kill you if you let me. You don't understand. You've been playing duel all along. I mean, that's 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 the... um. A, he's like boasting that he's on another level. But mm. B, he's like, we're not just dueling to knock roses off each other. I'm going to fucking stab you if you give me an opening. Please understand. I will end you. You yeah. are nothing to me. And yet, perhaps you are the world to me. And I will end you. <laughs> Because that's oh, why they call me that. I get it, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I don't want it. Anthony looks sad. At least she has a couch nearby, though. <laughs> Most of the time she has to stand and watch. This time she has a couch so that Archeo can fuck her, but from <laughs> afar. A child like you cannot understand my ideals, and we're all sitting at home being like, maybe just tell us something about your ideals. Do you stand for a prince existing? Do you stand for manipulating everyone? What is it that you idealise? Is it power? What sort of insane ideals make you control other people from this room? Sword slash, sword slash, sword slash. A child wouldn't understand this room. Yeah, then they fight a bit. <laughs> they fight for a while. She does a good flip. It's all like basically animation sequences we've seen before, but it's new people. The yep. desks do that thing. There's all the uh, dead Black Rose kids there. Did they ever exist? Yes, because that's how Nemoro opened the path to the dueling arena, or so he believes. Yeah, so does that... Yeah, that happened. Okay. Yeah, Nemoro burnt those kids to death. Okay, alright. So that happened. Yeah. But all the fight sequences happened in the top of Otori Academy's tower. Well, that's not clear. Okay. I mean, it could just be an empty space in the forest that he was projecting to. Hmm. Alright, okay. Sure. Sure. So... The song starts. It's a good one. (laughs) uh, All the cars come out of the ground. The twelve apostles, like statues, unblinking, a grand parade... Wasn't there something about embryos in there? Yeah, probably. Excellent. God, there's nothing I enjoy quite as much as a good embryo line in my songs. They're they're doing a classic Star Wars sword clash and arguing their philosophies. And he's like, she's the rose bribe of her own free will. There's no need for you to interfere. And then she's thinking, or or maybe Utena is flashbacking to Mm -hmm. uh, Anthe's voice saying, I am the rose bride. From this day forward, I belong to you. And then flashback to uh, that one of those times they were laying in bed together and Anthe was like, maybe I should expose it to you. No. And then the truth is I no. no. And then flashback to Anthe almost throwing herself off the roof of the school. And Utena being like, you fucking dunce, get back up here. Yeah, yeah. And he, so she's like, uh, I'm going to free Anthe from you. And he's like, do you understand what that means? And she says, I do understand. Ugh, slash. I'm smart. I'm going to be a prince. And with that line, the grave of Dio starts to crumble. And then the projector starts going nuts. Like, full, if you have photo epileptic seizures <laughs> now is not the time to be watching this show. The projector is behaving like the crank of the steam panel's shaft uh-huh. in episode 9 of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Part 1 The Phantom Blood uh-huh. which uh, is building up pressure and will inexorably lead to explosion <gasps> revolution uh, big lights shoot up into the sky and they start penetrating the artifice of the sky castle which starts to crumble so I guess this is like Utena has like Phoenix rided her way through all of his arguments being like no you can't be the prince and she Mm-hmm. has self-actualized and declared that she is the prince, mm-hmm. uh, thereby usurping that notion from Akio and denying it to him. Because he's been saying, I'm the prince. Uh, well, there is no prince. Uh, so yeah. she is like determined that there is a prince, it's her. And then so all of the illusions, the sky castle, etc., that represent his manipulations are falling away. 
Does that make sense? No. I think uh, it makes sense. Yes and no, but basically she's like, there is, if okay, she's saying so this. What, no what I'm trying to say yeah. is that the castle crumbling represents his lies crumbling. Yes. Yes. I think we can all agree the illusion and the fantasy of it all is crumbling away as reality is hitting us that Archeo actually is just kind of this husk of a man. And at the same time, the lyrics are saying illusory construct, oh. marble. <laughs> Man-made clocks, bells, uh, yes. springs, mm, yes. whirling round and round, yeah. counting time, mm. always twirling, twirling, twirling towards illusions, Michael. God, that's a good, that's a three-way reference if I wanted it yeah, to be. Yeah, that's got layers. Because it's like twirling towards illusions, Potter, but you know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so Archeo's like, what is going on? Why is my castle crumbling? Kind of. And then Utena does her signature charge forward. Akio like parries it. And he just like steps out of the way. Just he like ting and then yeah. like it knocks him back a fair bit. Good knockback on that on block on that attack. Can use that for a corner trap. Mm. If only the dueling arena had corners, mm. but it's round, so it doesn't. Indeed, there's no vertices in that place. Terrifying. Yeah, just Utena fucking like wall bouncing and then air comboing Akio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what do I need to do? Well, first you need to parry and then counter and then. Once you're on the wall, overdrive. Utena's uh, prince attack is powerful, mm-hmm. but be- um, what a lot of people don't realise is that as the prince descends from the sky castle, he's got a hitbox. So if you can hit him with an aerial projectile, uh, mm. you can knock her out of it before she kills you. Now you've got to be careful when he blocks because he has frame advantage. Yeah. <laughs> then, I can just imagine someone making an Utena fighting game and then being like, so I made this game, um, I, re- I just really like Utena. Now let me just explain to you every complexity of every fighting game ever and why I implemented it into this fighting game. So it's actually not a real game, it's an illusion. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You've got to enter this particular observatory to play it. Uh, so I live in Minnesota, so it's actually the Minnesota University, uh, but I'm not actually real. Uh, I'm a, I'm a figure. I'm a your... prince, yeah. but there was no prince. Mm. See, the reality of this video game actually isn't there. And you're like, what? And then you look away for five seconds and the, the video's gone. Yeah, and you look back and then you're like 40. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like, what have I what? done with my life? Oh no, I played the game on the beach that makes you old. What, the Benjamin Button game? No, that makes you young. Hang on. That's, that's, the, that's the age in reverse boy. No, um, apparently the twist or the concept of the latest M. Night Shyamalan movie right. is there's a beach that makes you old. You mean like... Um... Death Stranding. Yeah, I was literally going to say, like Death Stranding. When you go to that beach and then they come and get you. It's like, how long was I in there? It's like, you don't want to know. You don't want to know. And that, that, in a certain sense, that makes everyone else old. Yeah, yeah, but it's the same. But Death like... Stranding also has the rain that makes you old. Mm, it does. It do. Fucking yikes, yo. At this point, the song lyrics are chiming, bong, bong, ding, dong, ding. And we all sit and nod and go, mm, deep. Mm, what does it mean? What is it? Why so, did those aliens tell him? When Akio did that big block, he does a pretty cool maneuver, which he's knocked back and then he steps and he grabs Anthe and pulls her in front of him. Throws her to Utena, who catches her with the practice grace of two people who have danced on the night of the ball. And then Akio awkwardly stands there as Utena steps in front of Anthe to protect her, not realizing that this was her biggest mistake ever and the biggest twist of this show. As the lyrics say, I shall take the form of the broken clock. Don't know what that means, but it's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Anthe kind of embraces Utena from behind and just fucking runs a sword through her. <gasps> and Utena just goes, what? what? But why? Why what? would you do that? But I'm on your side. What? And then she collapses and that's to be continued, my friends. 
Now, at first we thought, wow, that's that's the end of the app. That's the end of the show. There's, there's no more episodes. <laughs> but, but when I went to go get the author's note from the Reddit, someone advised us to watch the next time on uh, because in our, in our excitement and our foolishness, we didn't realise that there hadn't been a shadow puppet play this episode. How foolish of us. And that's the next time on. God, God, what, what do they say? It's like, go guy, go guy, go, go guy, guy, which go guy. they translate as extra, extra, extra. Have you heard the news? Have you heard the news that Utena's been betrayed by Anthea Mayer? <gasps> Why would she do that? A witch? A witch? A real big witch? No, I don't know. It sounded like we were going uh, into a yeah. musical. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I thought for a second about trying something, but whatever. <laughs> um, I saw, when it, while I was looking at that same Reddit to get the author's note, I saw a comment that I think is quite apt describing mm. um, this show mm-hmm. as a fairy tale where the princess fights the prince to save the witch. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty accurate. Yeah. That's, yeah, okay. That's weird, but very accurate. Uh-huh. Yeah. I want to be the prince. <laughs> There's something here. What Nick, does it mean? Yes. What do we think are our highlights and lowlights from this episode? My highlight is 100%. Uh, <laughs> Look, There's so much. I've got an easy low light, so okay. I can start us there. All right. My low light is the brief diver- uh, digression into, is this a clip show episode? <laughs> <laughs> Where, when uh, Akio starts giving his PowerPoint presentation about seducing uh, Utena. Don't you know that's a sin? Yeah. Yeah. You know what, my low light, I know you're going to disagree hard with this decision. You're going to say student council meeting, aren't you? I am. I'm going to say student council. I understand why, but Mm. I think personally, uh, in my opinion, that like broke up the episode in a meaningful way. Mm. Otherwise it would have just been all the time with those people in that room. But, oh, you know what? No, my low light is just going to be, oh, that? Yeah. (laughs) Just like, yeah, that. Explain more. Oh, we don't need to go into that. (laughs) God. For those of you who haven't watched and may not remember that particular discussion, they're talking about, uh, in euphemistic terms... uh, The sweet incest of two lovers, enraptured in swords and lies. Alright, I wasn't going to quite put it like that, but... uh, Go off, I guess. It's it's the whole, like, when Utena's like, oh, but I saw you and... uh, Not you and Utena. You and Anthe in this room. Yeah, doing it, like, hardcore. Oh, that? Don't worry about that. That's nothing. You've done worse than that. And it's like... Yeah, you had a crush on an older man who's unclean now. Wait. <laughs> Highlights. 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 A lot of good moments in oh, this episode. so many good things. How do we do it? How do we do this? You know what? I think my highlight is going to be the... Just like the bit where the castle... And the Dios thing's all crumbling away. And you're just sitting there like... Utena has self-actualized. Yep, and it's like, look, there's no fairy tale anymore. It's the hard, cold reality that we live in. Yeah. And it's just like, oh my god. Oh my god, all the lies (laughs) are just crumbling away. We all know what's going on now-ish. Is that what he showed them at night? What? Something eternal? No, is that what... Akio showed all the student counsellors at night. What do you mean? Just taking them on the drive to be like, oh yeah, yeah, you know, it's all just bullshit I project with my, uh, my projector. Does he even own a car? <laughs> like, like, hang on Was a Was that second. a real highway? Was there ever a highway? Did he ever drive anywhere? I he mean, drove Utena around. That is true. There was uh, an apartment. But was that apartment anywhere? <laughs> was that a... I haven't seen hide nor hair of this so-called amusement park. Hmm. Can we truly say that Anything is real anymore? No. Mm. 
Sorry, Atena, you're trapped in the Matrix. You're tripping balls and it's not good. My highlight is... Zetai Unmei something Joryoku. I think that's the words. Un, un, unmei Shiroku? Something like that. Zetai Unmei... Okay. Something. Mo, moku Shiroku. Moku Shiroku. Yeah. yeah. Moku Shiroku. I'm probably saying that completely wrong. Of course. <laughs> Edit this out. Uh, we've gotten better than the halcyon days of episode one of Revolutionary Girl, Utana, at least. Have we, though? Yeah. Okay, all right, sure. I'll believe it. Um, my highlight is the student council meeting. You son I of a bitch. I it broke up the episode in a good way. You son of a bitch. It's just an illusion of breaking up. What do you think? Okay, maybe this is a discussion for next time, but what do you think those guys are going to get into after they all graduate high school? (laughs) (laughs) Jury's going to be a judge. Toga is going to... Judge jury. Yep, Toga is going to be a... Magician. Also judge. Uh, Nanami, probably going to be a judge. Um, I reckon... Well, Nanami's going to prison, obviously. Yeah, and Mickey can be a judge. Mickey's going to be a famous pianist. Uh, Who's left? Sionji. He would actually be a good judge. I hate you. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, we'll think about that for next time. Okay. They're like the Power Rangers. Kiryu's going to be like a fucking king of, of his own country or something. He's going to be the Leo Wolf Fang of... No, not Wolf Fang. What's his name? Leo... White Fang. White Fang, yeah. Or Chibzanov. Exactly. Guilty Gear Strive. It's a game. Um. So, Nick. Yes. One episode of Revolutionary Girl Utena remains. Utena has been betrayed yet again by Anthony Himamaya. By sweet, stupid Anthony. Um, and we are all in shock. Stabbing her in the climactic confrontation with the villain of the piece, Akio Ottery, literally the devil. Uh, <laughs> what will happen on Christmas Eve 1997's episode? <laughs> yep. Someday we will shine together. Oh, something eternal, you say. Okay, so Utena is obviously getting stabbed. Is she going to get back up again? Now here's... Okay, so here's my question. Who's manipulating who? Everyone. Is Archeo manipulating Utena? Oh, yes. Is Anthe manipulating Archeo? Maybe. Is Utena manipulating Anthe? I'm going to say no on that. She is a fool. Okay. All right. She is a himbo of the strongest... The question is... Mm -hmm. I suppose what it comes down to is Anthony's motivations in that stab. Mm. Is it, I choose my brother over you in this moment? Or I choose you over my brother. Is it, I know that you can't defeat him like this and you have to like go through some last episode bullshit? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Or is it, now that we've reached this point, I can do the thing that I've been planning to do all along? (laughs) I mean... I can go all fucking end of Evangelion and become a huge space Anthony. She just becomes a big ant. She transcends to become Choo Choo's true Yeah, where the fuck is Choo Choo? He's around. Choo Choo did jump off the roof. (laughs) (laughs) Just like Utena could save one of them. Real telltale moment. Jesus Christ. Anthony will remember remember this. this. I think we'll all remember (laughs) this. Okay, okay, okay. If Anthony is saying... Because I reckon... It's probably going to be a happily ever after, but in a weird way, right? Yeah, I think, I don't think, I, I, I think that it's going to, it's going to be like some one of those weird, like life goes on endings, even for Akio. Because mm. the only thing we know about this next episode is we've seen the YouTube preview image of him sipping a mojito, lying down. But that could be anything. That could literally be anything, <laughs> you know? It could be him and he's like, well, looks like you've lost. Sits down in his sex palace and okay. drinks a mojito. I suppose the big question. Mm-hmm. 
Utena lives or dies? Hmm. Utena lives. Or does Utena become the... A car. <laughs> does Utena become the new ideal trapped in the Sky Castle and then Akio plays his game again? Wait. Wait. And everyone else grows Wait. up and moves on. And it's through her sacrifice that they can at least be free. Hold on. What if... Okay, okay, okay. Follow me. Hosoe's mum was seduced by Akio, right? Yeah. Kozue was seduced by Akio. Kanai. Kanai was seduced by Akio. Kozue also. Kozue is Mickey's yep. sister. Uh, Kanai was also seduced. Utena is seduced. What if all three of them are the same? What? So, okay. <laughs> Follow me here, right? Oh, like it's happened to them all before. And it's like So Utena. you're saying Utena is going to become the hereditary chair of the school and then Akio is going to marry her. Exactly. And, do the, and Kanai is Utena's mom. And, I, don't, I don't buy it. And in order to close the loop, Kanai is like, it's happening again, isn't it? It's all happening again. Utena is actually my daughter. She actually ran away. We never died. What if? I don't see it happening. Okay, then in that case, Utena's probably just going to be all like, oh, I'm going to break the cycle because there's probably going to be a cycle, right? There has to be some kind of cycle here. I don't know. I don't think so. The cycle of the chicken there's, and the there's egg. There's the game. The game. The game. The dueling game, the which dueling. is over. Utena won, but now she has to fight the secret final boss, mm. her boyfriend. Yikes. With a significant age difference. <laughs> um... Hmm. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder. Where is Wakaba? She is at her house. She never got a last episode hangout with Utena finale. Hmm. But she's always in the grass or chilling. What if she shows up next episode and being like, it's me. And she'll be like, you know what? I don't need the Rose Bride or Akio. I have my friend Wakaba. Yeah. Yeah, what if that happens? I'm going to make out. I don't think that's going to happen. No. I think what's actually going to happen is that Akio will be all like, and now I go back to my fuck palace. Yeah, but I want him to get thwarted in some way. Well, he's going to be like, I tried revolutionizing the world. Turns out I can't. But and she I did. think I want Anthea to get what she wants, but that's still quite ambiguous, so I'm not sure. I want her to not be in constant pain for being stabbed. Yeah, so I want Utena to save Anthea from being stabbed forever. Hmm. But do we? Yeah. No okay. one deserves to be stabbed forever. Well, I mean, you know. Except for maybe Akio. Yeah, I mean, just, you know. Let's uh, well, not let's say let's things find you can't take back. Time. On um, JoJo's World. That's our podcast. Yep, and that podcast will be continued. <laughs>